0: Hello and welcome to the Good Boys Gone Bland Haunted Holiday Hotel. We hope you enjoy
1: the show. <laughs>
2: And welcome to Good Boys Gone Bland, Season Four, Episode Six. Ho 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 ho! I'm Denali, your mall Santa school dropout.
1: <coughs> uh, hey, I'm Krampus. I, I, I got ten minutes uh, till I go back on my shift. Odd to topic.
2: Are you are are you smoking, Krampus? Uh,
1: technically, I'm vaping. I think.
2: You know you can't do that in here. Dana,
0: get uh, off your high horse, well, okay? Let Krampus do what here. he wants. What you are did, you, you're not the best man just because <laughs> you got the red suit. I'm the best man. I'm the elf. Okay, up there. come coming hey, up double shift from Spencer's gifts. Shut the hell up. This kid's got to take his picture.
2: Get up there, you little shit. So, kids, what would you like for Christmas this year? 24-pack I- of menthols.
1: I want my parents to get back together.
2: Oh, yikes. Okay, uh, hey. You want a gift card dispensers? Uh, okay. elf, elf kid, I didn't catch your name, sorry. We, we kind of got into it. Jace. Uh, oh, Which kid? Sorry. Also, <laughs> I'm not a kid, I'm just 5'2". You're,
0: you're, okay, you're Krampus. <laughs> You're, yeah, you're we, to,
1: the, you're... we have more characters than we do have co-hosts.
2: Okay, for, okay first, okay, for, first rule of improv, you know, is yes. And second rule is uh, don't make so many characters that inst- we we all instantly forget what they are. <laughs> okay, give him a Spencer's uh, gift card. Next kid. Can... <laughs> uh, what do you what do you guys want for Christmas, Ryan? what's What's your uh, what's your Christmas you know wish wish this year? It could you know, be a product. I, it could be a I, concept. Do
1: I need to be? Do I need to be funny, or can I be unironic?
2: Well, it de- it depends on, on what you say, Ryan, you know. Are you going to sh- like crap all over it? Well, listen, it depends on what you say, dude. I mean, you know, I'm just asking. It's just a question, you know. Uh, ever- I
1: need another I need another guitar pedal.
2: You're actually getting you're getting a guitar pedal for your for your electric uke. Yeah, I want a looper. Oh shit. Okay. Because right, I don't the know the if the thing, audience
1: yeah. has has queued into this, but we the, the three of us make all of the music. That's on our series. I think it's very obvious that. Uh, <laughs> I think it, maybe it might be obvious that like one of us does the voiceovers, but like uh, this this season's music is a step up above the above the first three seasons.
2: Yeah, uh, I think we got another hit on our hands. Um, our smash hit, i.e., uh, Welcome to the GBGBs, um, you know, w- was has gotten a lot of plays. This this new I, this new single we put out, I think, is <laughs> is is pretty pretty choice for uh, for good boys Gun band uh cool a looper pedal man that's that's a good way to um annoy your your neighbors more efficiently um because yeah. i have a couple loopers myself and uh, like, you know.
1: i can play like one uh like one riff incorrectly mm-hmm. and i can just loop it like all day it, i don't right, have to right, stay right, there right. i don't have to stand in one place and play it
0: incorrectly for hours
2: yeah but, like, i just i do it and leave the room your downstairs neighbors used to be hitting
0: your roof, like, "It's in four four, you fucking moron!" <laughs>
2: <laughs> and then I record that and I loop that too, along with in the track. Uh, Jace, what do you what do you want for Christmas this year? For um, ooh, a blanket, a a, a blanket, a, a, a blanket.
0: Yeah, like an eighty inch by sixty inch blanket that has samurai frogs on it.
2: Wow! Whoa. Okay, actually, yeah.
1: can I change my yeah. answer?
2: <laughs> Wait, so 80 inch by 60 inch, how much is that? That's like, uh, what? Five feet by about, what, seven feet? Yeah, that's just pretty about. cool. Is, does this blanket, what's the specs on this thing? Weighted, unweighted, heated?
0: Um, you know, I just, I accidentally clicked on the product page on TikTok once, and then they had yeah. showed up everywhere else in my life. So I finally went to the blankets, and... They put it on a dog in one of the TikToks, and the dog seems to like oh, it. Wow. Oh yeah, that's choice. So I, I pretty um, much just got hit by
2: mark by by viral marketing, really targeted advertising. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, listeners, uh, if if you guys if you guys you know hear this, you know send a you know fuck up Jace's mailbox with some blankets. Huge blanket. You Jace, you gave me a heated bl- or not heated a weighted blanket a couple years back uh, around Christmas time. Uh, which is which was really nice. If you guys haven't tried weighted blankets before, it kind of feels like an armor um for your anxiety. It's kind of like this like like fifteen pound thing that just lays on top of you and it's like, sleep. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> it, it feels great. it makes it makes you feel warm and fuzzy. Um it's not great if you're like two people in the same bed though, um because right. it's like it's like a, it's like a, a single blanket and because it's weighted it actually it's like a vacuum for blankets it actually slowly pulls all the sheets and blankets away from amber and all towards me and it's like this um singularity zone of warmth and it's it's so great guys so i've encouraged amber to get her own weighted blanket that way it can kind of even out
1: yeah Um, and then eventually just two twin beds on opposite sides of the room
2: yeah, with some oh. stuff in between, and then you know, you I would see each other every holidays. I
1: honestly, unironically, like, probably will eventually start doing because we are not happy campers in the winter.
0: You have you- how big's your bed? Uh, it's a queen. You can go separate beds, or you can just go like Wyoming king. And to right. even Whoa. touch your
2: partner, you would have to run a mile. <laughs> <laughs> I always wanted that bed from uh, the movie Envy with Jack Black and Ben Stiller. Uh, where he has this bed that's like literally like, you know, twenty feet by thirty feet. It's it's a gigantic like you walk in the room and it's like all bed and it's just kind of like a zone oh, yeah. you chill in. It just sounds so nice. It'd be a nightmare to clean and like, you know, take the sheets and stuff, but like it sounds awesome. Uh well, this this week we uh we're kind of this is we're look we're looking at the back half of our yeah. season four holiday horror hotel season. Um we're doing our first uh, foyer into uh, you know the Christmas time ho- winter holiday uh, winter solstice adjacent um holidays with the movie Krampus. Um we don't have to get into the movie quite yet. I know we like to to kind of, you know, go- goof a little, before, you a little bit bit. You know, ca- yeah, we yeah, uh, <laughs> we kind of uh just
1: everybody's first comment when they watch one of these episodes or listen is Wow, you guys took a long time to get to the movie.
2: <laughs> hey, listen, we're we we we're all about we're kind of an atmospheric podcast. We kind of build a mood, and right when you're just like gnawing at the bit just to get to the movie, you know, then we, we give you we the do movie. One
1: books. more bit.
2: We do one more one more unasked for improv bit, uh, and then it's it's so great. But uh, this movie involves uh, something that's a bit of an anti-Santa Claus. Uh, yeah. Before we, we kind of get into it, it's you know Krampus. I think everyone kind of conceptually knows about it from the trailers. I, I was wondering if you guys like kind of thought about any other anti-holiday uh creatures. Oh, like
0: on. hold y- on. Do <laughs> you think that everybody's entire knowledge of Krampus is from the trailers of this movie?
2: <laughs> well, yeah, I didn't know about Krampus. That's before how he before gets the everything?
1: Okay. He learns about yeah. the news when uh, someone makes a documentary about it and then puts a
2: trailer. Okay. On Let's clear that up. Excuse me for not taking a German folklore class, Jase. <laughs> did you know about Krampus before Krampus? Yes. Yeah. Okay, well, Ryan, you're like a... Don't, isn't Julie's family, like, Swedish oh, or something? Man. You guys don't even talked about started. that in the previous epi- like, Christmas episode we did last year. Well,
1: they don't even freaking do... Okay, they don't do Santa... Or anything like that. Yeah. They do the Urla Nissa or something.
0: Right.
2: They're our Surviving Christmas
0: episode. Yeah, I've ever <laughs> Um Is it like a year since we recorded that
2: episode? Oh yeah, it's No, it's th- been... this is about a year from our first. We yeah. recorded Surviving Christmas um just just after um Christmas time of twenty twenty. Hmm. Um but I thought it would be fun to think about other anti-holiday, um, you know, creatures, kind of like, you know, it's Marvel heroes. They kind of battle an opposite version of themselves. Krampus v. Santa Claus, um, you know, like, is there like a reverse Easter bunny that um, just shows up and steals all your eggs that you bought?
0: Yeah, the Easter swan, and it just actually shows up with newborn baby bunnies, and it, it puts them all around. It hides, it hides bunnies? <laughs> It hides newborn baby bunnies in in what? locations in your house.
2: Is that the is that the opposite of of a, of an Easter bunny? Does an Easter I, bunny would take that bunny? be like
1: a just okay. a prank war, like a long standing prank war between two like sentient quasi god creatures? One of them is a rabbit who plants, yeah.
2: you know, eggs, and then one of them is a bird who plants baby rabbits. I think the rabbit's winning because I haven't found <laughs> a baby rabbit yet. I think the easter bunny has been a step ahead um you think what about a leprechaun that wants you to pinch him just kind of just kind (laughs) of runs around
0: sorry my leprechaun lore is is uh not up to date i
2: need some help in this category If, (laughs) if you're wearing green he wants you to pinch him so bad okay all right, guys, got anything else? We got just think of a holiday. What's you know, what's what's another opposite one, guys? How, how, There's are, only
1: like three holidays with I'm
2: pitching guys. grounders over here, man. I need some assistance. There's, it's uh, instead of Groundhog Day, it's okay. um, yeah. here we go. It's Skyhorse Day. Oh, nice, nice. Okay, um, and then what does he do? He uh, he predicts um, the next earthquake. Who skyhorse day that that sounds like a nor actual an actual like nordic yeah, that's, uh, basically like that. <laughs> that's pretty sick
1: that's <laughs> it's made up like a roman uh
2: mythos what about a fairy that gives you more teeth Ooh. and that well, is well
1: i've got i'm if my tooth falls out at some point during this episode while i'm talking don't be alarmed yeah. youtube watchers <laughs> <laughs> It just might happen. I've got yeah. that problem all wrapped up. I could be pulling a fast one on the
2: Tooth Fairy. Could there be a racket where you just keep getting visited by the More Teeth Fairy, and she keeps giving you more teeth, and you keep losing more, and the Tooth Fairy then keeps reimbursing mm. you?
1: But you have to pay for the teeth.
2: <sighs> Wait, shit. Uh, yeah, so hang on. There's no Tooth Day. There's no uh, There's no fucking Tooth yeah. Day. I'm, I'm fucking this up already. Okay, all right. Let's keep there's care. not Let's many keep going, mascots. Right. Um... Huh? Instead of Fourth of July, instead of Fourth of July, uh, we, uh, we we get um, we return America to the, to the UK. We re- we return it. But yeah.
1: Yeah. I think you're thinking this like a, a little too literally. Like, okay, would maybe we celebrate? We celebrate the, the, the colonies starting, and uh, you know the rule of King George. We would still celebrate them. We wouldn't yeah. like do it because like on every Independence Day, we don't declare independence.
2: And there's a Sir Sam who shoots explosives into the ground. Oh, and calms down your pets. Oh, that would actually be very helpful. Anyone all got right. anything? Anyone, anything? <laughs> Anyone got anything else? That's I'm, literally all the holidays. Steve. I'm
0: kind of stuck on the holiday needing a figure like a, a singular right. like Santa Claus like figure to be the
2: opposite Stupid. of because
0: he makes people hate each other
1: anti-cupid
2: oh yeah yeah. capitalism day yeah Yeah. (laughs) so it is a fully clothed grown man who (laughs) is mortal and wow oh it could be like it could be like a fourth like a fourth grader because
0: like young kids always like point out that you know like that one flaw and you could be like with your yeah yeah and they'll just like tell you something that's true about the you know that just kind of yeah you shouldn't
2: say that Okay, so a kid who ruins marriages yeah. is, is going to be reverse cupid. Yeah. Okay.
0: <laughs> no, this it's, is good. I it's think it's, this good. is pretty uh... good. This actually not
2: bad. There's, there's got to be one more. I don't think there are any more Denali.
0: I think we did a really good job. we're, uh, we're, we're only, we're only touching the top.
2: You're only touching the top, right? Uh, you affirm- gotta be a good improv partner, man. You gotta milk it, man. You're just you're just grabbing the the teat, and you're not even tugging, dude. You're okay. just kind of gently squeezing like let's a bean. Let's keep this going because okay. I can. Uh, there, yeah. are-
1: let, let, let's keep it going then. If if you guys, if I'm yeah. outvoted, go ahead because I I think I can throw this back in your face. It's really okay. Great.
0: Yeah. If I learn anything, it's that in the past two years, uh every day is actually some stupid holiday. So, I know there was, like, National Beer Day, like, you know, oh, yeah. two months ago. It was, uh, Probably three weeks ago, it was National I Have a Sunday, <laughs> you
2: know? So authors did. Well, okay, what's... New Year's has a symbol, doesn't it? Like, New Year's, it's like a baby, isn't it? Isn't it like a newborn baby again? Is not is there two... I thought it was the funny glasses where the I's are the O's. <laughs> Ooh. And then they never stopped, even though we're, like, two decades removed from the, the O glasses. Yeah, I think there's two baby symbols. There's, like, a baby in January, another baby in fucking February, and then there's a leprechaun who's, like, kind of... A slowly baby. getting
1: taller. They're sl- <laughs> So, are we satisfied?
0: I, I think we... We I, I, killed the horse, and then we continue. I it to death,
1: and now there's 15 seconds of dead air between every suggestion? <laughs> I
0: think we he's not satisfied um Ju- june june 27th is sunglasses day so we can have um we can okay. have stare into the sun and go blind day
2: yeah stare in the sun and go blind day that's good uh opposite of april fool's day just do just do serious things to the people you prank tell
0: terrible truths
2: to everyone you know
0: that's there we the go. same
2: thing as the valentine's day one yeah, shit, um, I like Earth this Day? better M- when Mars it was Day.
0: Santa and Krampus, and yeah,
2: <laughs> I just thought we'd be able to pitch a good movie here, guys. I've just we just it was just one grounder off another. It's like we're bowling over here. It's just the child that breaks up marriages. <laughs>
0: that's a, that's that's decent. We can we can work with it.
2: What, so like every other child who's ever existed, <laughs>
0: yes. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: all right right did you... okay i told you guys <laughs> okay. in text yeah. chat that i yeah. have a bit okay all right <laughs> Ryan, uh take take her away if, if you got if you got something for yeah, us i got something to do you got I... ryan's bits okay
1: okay yeah and i know what i know you guys love them okay because over the past four seasons the GBGBs oh have witnessed some of the most daring heroic and villainous characters in movie history Over 300 actors have graced our screens and competed in our movie rankings. We've invited 20 of them to play one more time. But to win this game, you must survive the island, survive the vote, and Mm. ultimately survive each other. Mm. It is still the ultimate challenge. Strangers forced to work together while battling the elements and each other. They must learn to adapt or their fellow tribe mates will vote them off the island. In the end, only one will remain and Mm -hmm. claim the million dollar prize. 39 days, 10 heroes, 10 villains, and only one survivor.
2: Oh my god, Ryan. I didn't know we were doing a survivor redux. Oh my god. Yes, thank you. Holy shit, I wasn't prepared. And you know, Ryan, I actually had a survivor bit too planned. And I I didn't do it just randomly today. Okay. So what's what's the what's the theme you said heroes versus villains heroes versus villains
1: you guys i was randomly counting okay i was kind of counting the number of dogs that we had featured on this on on this uh series and but we doubled up on airbud and we Mm -hmm. doubled up on scooby doo true and then so far i noticed that there's a couple of villains also from the dog movies and it just so turns out those, vi- those numbers are v- almost exactly equal if we count dogs versus villains. So I have to share with you guys what we're going to call
0: survivor dog heroes versus actual villains. Oh, ho, ho. coming to ABC. Wait, what's what Survivor on? CBS. <laughs> CBS.
2: All right. Are we, are we screen sharing, Ryan? Oh, yes. Wait. Uh, so, Ryan, um, Wait, so these are, these are all dogs, and, and you know, we'll Okay, we'll let me the- go
1: through the cast, because okay.
2: you've, you've noticed something.
1: So let me point something out for our audio listeners. The, the numbers don't exactly add up. So I'm going to- We have 10 uh, contestants. I'm not going to say people. We have 10 contestants on the Heroes Tribe. And we have 10 contestants on the Villains Tribe. First on the Heroes Tribe, lead in the pack, is Air Bud. Woof, woof! Second- Charlie B. Barkin, that is from All Dogs Go to Heaven. Then we have Clifford, the big red dog. And then we have Demon, the lead pack dog from Snow Dogs. And then we have the old timer, the cantankerous retiree, old yeller. Let's go. We have the Scoob, the Doob. Ruby, Ruby, Ruby. And now we have Spite who is the dog from trick-or-treat
2: mm. Mm. wow okay and then I, I remember that okay you
1: might have noticed this next one uh we have tj from uh, my bloody valentine who is our only human contestant on the heroes <laughs> seems a bit and unbalanced. then we have winky from best in show the little norwich terrier and zowie the demon like literal demon dog from a uh, pet cemetery Two. okay Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. DJ, my, my, my favorite thing in the world is, like, imagining a Survivor intro where, like, they're flying the contestants in or they're on boats, and, they're like, and Jeff Probst is there, and he's like, oh, we got 20 Survivors, yada, yada, yada. And then they pan to one boat, and it's nine dogs and a guy. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta be thinking, like, what's going through that guy's head? It's like, ah, are you fucking kidding me? They better not all be on my team.
2: Super excited to be here. Obviously wasn't expecting to be on the all-dogs team. I'm hoping I can leverage uh, my advantages as a human to stay in this game. I'm going to have to convince these dogs to vote one of their own out. Scooby-Doo is pretty hot. I think we might team up later.
1: <laughs> and then we get to the villains. Okay, first off, controversial take right here. I'm going to have to defend Arliss Coates. It's a who, villain. Come on, man. It's a it's villain. Little brother Arliss is a little piece of shit. He's the little brother from Old Yeller. He kind of instigates all the bad things that happen in that movie. Yep. Uh, then we have Ben Willis, a.k.a. the fisherman, a.k.a. the bad dude from I Still Know He Did That Summer. And then Gus Gilbert, who is uh, the like, stepfather figure in Pet mm-hmm. Cemetery 2. He's a zombie also. We have Harry Warden, the pickaxe killer from the uh, My Bloody Valentine movie. How is he a villain? What? I- and then we have <laughs> Jonathan Jacobo, the actual bad guy in Scooby-Doo 2. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. We have Krampus, an actual demon. We it's have killer. Michael Myers from Halloween. Norm Snively, the bad, that's the bad clown from Airbud. Yeah,
2: he's a piece and of shit.
1: <laughs> we have Sam from Trick or Treat and Turkey from Thanksgiving.
2: <laughs> I think, sorry, I think Turkey spelled T-U-R-K-I-E. I, think, I was going to do that, but I was saying yeah. I don't give a fuck. Wow, okay. Wait
1: a you know. So what, what I have planned is it's not going to be as long as last time. Uh, of mm. course, we made a mistake in making that too long. Um, <laughs> but what we're going to do is we're going to have a draft here. The contestants, there's 20 of them. They're going to be broken down into groups of five. We're each going to draft five of them. And then five are going to be left over. And we're basically saying these people are not going to win. Um, I will tell you right off the bat, I've ran the simulation multiple times. Okay. Um, Krampus is a god among men and dogs.
2: Mm, that is, that is and, not
1: surprising. Okay. okay. Krampus yeah. and
2: Clifford run this shit. That uh, is close to what I would expect. Okay.
1: But, yeah. So I'm just I'm letting you know that. Um, Kramp, I will let you guys look at the stats off air, I think, okay. just to kind of like, so drafting is kind of fair. How about since Denali has the burdensome task of editing this, we'll let him have first pick. Ooh. And we'll do a snake draft how about that so denali yep. goes jace goes i go okay and then we reverse you go jace goes denali goes, and then we'll do that five times okay
2: okay okay right about- you, you might need oh. to hold my hand through this a little bit because i don't understand drafts but am i just picking who i want on my team is <laughs> yes. that is that what's happening Mm-hmm. okay yeah can you guys see the stats Yes. All right. So, Ryan, you've painstakingly listed out a stat blocks for each of these dogs um, and then and each of these villains. Very nice. So um,
1: I will have you notice that TJ is average on everything.
2: That's fair. He's an everyman.
1: uh The dogs have a serious under advantage on mental challenges because sometimes <laughs> those are quizzes, and they don't have any knowledge of the real world.
2: Yeah, none. I know you're not going to change these, but Ryan won on a mental for Airbud. Okay, this dude knows basketball. He knows like an actual game. Like he knows how it's played. L- no, yeah, he, but he, he what does if not. You him, if he what's the, the ball
0: into the hoop. Mongolia. That is, that's not even a rule that you have to abide by in basketball. That's just how you win. He doesn't know what double dribbling or out of bounds are. He doesn't even know are. he's
2: playing basketball. Okay, okay, just briefly, I don't want to belabor this, but there's five movies, have they ever once stopped the game and like, oh, hold on, that dog's, like, not is breaking the rules. He has never broken a rule. Dude, that's... Uh, there's about that's a two-minute
0: cut of each one of the sports in each one of the movies. You don't know that he didn't do that. Dude,
1: take it up with <laughs> the five movies that came after his movies where there's sentient dogs who, like, know how to speak English and no trivia. Ooh. All right. Okay. It was a
0: yeah. <laughs> Strong counterpoint.
1: Also, notice I gave Demon a two, because oh. I feel like he has he right he has like some form of sentience. That fucking guy, Demon. Yeah, he used yeah. the camera. He's oh, he's God. in the
0: dream and he's like, "Hey, buddy." So, you I just know want what? to point
1: some things out.
0: Right. <laughs> okay.
1: Clifford is gonna dominate in challenges for the dogs. Clifford and Demon, I think, and Airbutt are gonna do really well. Okay. Yeah. um the, obviously hoof, terrible charlie b barkin is okay across the board i want to come over to the uh temperament category here yeah for all of them so look down below their social skills and temperament are very poor for the villains
2: mm, really yeah, really a lot force. of easily angered extreme rage yeah i gave
1: zowie an extreme rage because i just wanted one you know i would agree with that <laughs> yeah Okay, michael myers then, always calm oh yeah I mean me and julie had a debate about this this actually took the longest score to come up with michael myers temperament because yeah. he he's not killing people out of rage he's just killing okay. people because he just wants to kill people
2: and okay like, that that's he'll stab
1: motherfuckers like crazy but he's not running unless he's getting in his car and driving away okay mm. okay um, we go down to these bottom ones. Strategic ability, I think, once again, the dogs are going to have a really hard time putting, t- putting together a 39-day-long game
0: plan. Yeah. yeah, that's. They're going to start eating a lot of different random things on day, like, eight. Yeah. Maybe even uh, but, the other contestants.
1: But compare the loyalty levels.
2: Oh. See this? This could throw it around. So this, these are kind of a yin-yang situation. Mm. Okay, all these dudes are, are pretty much ride or die besides Charlie and, and Demon. Um, I think that's fair yeah I would I would uh, the only one block that I Would
0: have there is Maybe not even need to be said Krampus As a backstabber He's like Krampus oh, okay. no 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 he's like He's he's definitely lawful Evil
2: for sure like Yeah he, he obeys law like he's There's rules and shit that he, he but, follows Right but yeah he probably yeah,
1: yeah I was thinking Like the ed- the end of the movie when He's like he literally picks the kid up by the skull And tosses him in the hole anyways even though He said like he would basically, like, leave him for a messenger. Ah, oh, spoilers! We'll yeah, hey, I was asleep it. during that scene. He <laughs> ruined it for me. So, I'm gonna leave this... I'm I gonna like go it. back to the... And we're gonna... Let's do a little bit of a draft. So, Denali, have you thought about who you would like as your first pick? Eventually, Denali, you're gonna be able to pick two people at a time. Okay. But right now, Jason's gonna pick one person at a time, but he'll pick twice as often as we do.
2: So I'm picking who I want on my team, right? Like, this is Team Denali? Yes. And I can pick out of heroes or villains. Yes. Oh, baby. This is going to be an easy air bud for me. Come on over. Okay. Come on, AB. Jace? I want Gus Gilbert. What? <laughs> That's your first?
0: Wait, am I, am I picking from either team?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to fucking So You guys see how many? F- I showed you the stats page, and I told you that he wins almost every time.
2: Ryan, you're doing, like, insider trading for, for this, like, draft, I feel. Okay, honestly, I do get to go next. I'm
1: throwing a bone to my boy, uh, Demon.
0: Oh, are these off the board? We're doing, a, like, a legitimate draft. Like, I yes. can't pick your... uh okay, okay, okay,
2: okay. I'm going Clifford. Nally? Fuck. Um... You get to pick two. Oh, two? Oh, shit. Okay. Um, Old Yeller. Boom. Um... And then I'm going to dip into the dark side a little bit. And I'm going to grab my boy Harry Warden. I think he's going to be a challenge beast because, you know, he's, he works the minds. Like, you know, he probably has good dexterity and strength. He's,
1: well, I, I did tell you that TJ was average on everything. And he's literally
2: like TJ's best friend. Well, he's like the dark side of TJ. I like Harry Warden. Okay, whatever. Uh, Jace.
0: Gooby dooby doo, will fuck up you and
1: win me this draft. Um, I'm gonna go with Jonathan Jacobo.
0: Hmm, interesting. Our dude literally he, found out how to remake go- monsters. He's, he's good at
1: puzzles. And then I'm going to pick. This is actually it gets hard. I think I'm going to pick Turkey. Okay.
0: Good endurance, that guy. Space? Um, we're going with uh. Sowing Holiday Spirit, Sam. Great. Now you get based. to pick two, and
2: these are your last two. Oh, fuck. Okay, okay. Ryan, you pick my turkey pick. I I, I don't like him, but I think he's going to be great for, like, you know, this social game. Um. So I want to replace someone who'd have ju- a, a just as good social game, I think. So I'm going to grab Charlie B. Barkin, if it hasn't been taken already. It's not been taken. Okay. And then I'm going to grab another challenge beast, I think. With uh, one of my favorite actors, Mike Myers. Mm. <laughs> Jace, your last pick.
0: I don't know who's on the board. Did somebody take Arliss already? Arliss has not been taken.
1: Ben and uh, Norm Snively have not been taken off the villains. Yeah. And the heroes, we have Winky, Zowie, TJ, Spite, and uh, that's it.
0: I'll go with Arliss. a Little devil.
1: <laughs> and honestly, uh... I'm going to round off my team with TJ. TJ Max. I-, I considered Winky,
2: but... It's a shit pick, so... Yeah, everybody knows that. I'd put that Winky. dog.
1: Have you seen his <laughs> stats? It's like once in everything.
2: <laughs> you came at me with my Winky stat block for our GBGB's dog show. I know, that's where I got them. <laughs> I saw... <laughs> you plagiarized
1: my dog stats? Okay, um, how I'm going to do it this time is... Okay almost the same but i'm gonna pick uh every now and then i'll we'll click on the status of a tribe maybe but we're gonna do immunity challenges reward challenges and tribal
2: councils okay cool this is gonna be like our our, our faster edit now that we kind of know yeah we kind of know what's going on we kind of know and this is this by the way folks this is survivor the, the the game show the reality show on cbs uh check it out sometime it's probably pretty- <laughs> We've done a previous a Survivor Challenge like this in our Dark Tower Matthew McConaughey season. Um, if you want a little more detailed way uh, of doing this, uh, you know, ch- check it out there. Um, but otherwise, stick around.
1: And uh, we should point out that was the like last drop before we lost our minds.
2: Yeah, we did it lose was, our fucking minds. It was a some, tough day.
1: This podcast has kind of broken into a pre-Dark Tower and post-Dark Tower eras. <laughs>
2: I am loving the post Dark Tower era. I think we we were all buttoned up before that. We were just kind of like bright eyed, um, getting into the podcast game, and then uh, after our spirits were just annihilated. We have been we have reshaped ourselves. I like miss Phoenixers so bad,
0: dude.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. I want to. Um... I want to give a shout-out to Brant Steel and BrantSteel.com, BrantSteel.net. That's where these uh, Survivor simulators that I'm using are uh, hosted. I didn't come up with this. Uh, You can put in whatever you want. You can put in your group of friends, you can put in your favorite movie characters, and you can uh, edit their stats and uh, do your own Survivor season.
2: But don't put it in your podcast, because that's what we do.
0: Well, all
1: right, folks. I'm going to go hit simulate, and we're going to get episode one underway now the first thing is an opening twist do one of you want to read the opening twist
2: uh jace read it it's a
1: it, it's it, it's a paragraph all right i think it's kind of long but then at the end it's going to tell us one player who found a legacy advantage and what the legacy advantage does is um at its almost the end of the season well in this almost at the end of the simulation. The Legacy Advantage will provide immunity to one player at Tribal Council, which is, if you don't watch Survivor, this where our players, our castmates, whatever, get voted off the island. Um, so if you have immunity, then that means you either, in the first part of the game, you don't go to Tribal Council at all. You stay on the beach and drink coconut, or you can't get voted out. So you want to win challenges to win immunities. So If a dog gets this, he's not going to understand what it is. <laughs> that's part of the problem. And then you have to convince the dog to give it to you. Should be easy.
0: Oh, oh give me the toy! I'll throw it <laughs> for you. Supplies are scattered across the beach. Tribes are permitted two minutes to gather as much as they can. Michael Myers found the legacy advantage. This can be yeah, used oh, when slob. six castaways are remaining. If the holder is voted out, they must wield the advantage to another player.
1: All right. This is this is a a good um for let's crack open the notes, Denali, Michael Myers is on your team.
2: That's right. Let's go, Big Mike.
1: Let's just hope he, if he gets voted out, he wills it to a, one of your teammates and not one of ours.
0: Ooh.
1: And remember there's, there's five players that didn't get picked, too, so there's an unknown team out there.
2: I think Mikey's got this. He's pretty observant. He taught himself how to drive despite not being out of an insane asylum for 20 years.
1: So let's go straight into the immunity challenge do you want to read this one
2: okay let's go you don't uh, have to read uh i was gonna say this is pretty long like a pre- <laughs> because i don't think uh our, our we don't need to paint a picture for audience of describing the whole obstacle course they're gonna take. right you can say uh i'll skim it i could skim it yeah yeah do okay it. So uh, the castaways must race under an obstacle and retrieve a war club. After completing the obstacle, they will have to maneuver through a rope tunnel, uh, yada, 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 uh, shortcuts, walking over a balance beam, another shortcut, a bunch of puzzles, uh, basically a big-ass obstacle course. um, And then once they reach the end, two members from each tribe will have of a puzzle in typical survivor fashion. Um, and then, uh, if, if anyone takes a shortcut, basically they get uh, more puzzle pieces added to their puzzle. Uh, first tribe to finish wins. Basically, it's a long, convoluted race for wins gets immunity. Yeah, that's absolutely accurate.
1: So the villains' team wins immunity. Oh, damn. damn. And uh, they also win Flint, so they're going to have fire. The dogs are sitting in the rain, and poor TJ. <laughs>
0: they're sitting in the rain with no fire that
2: is
1: the
0: saddest image (laughs) that wouldn't be too bad especially if they're all like you have clifford there he's your entire structure you know you just like that's a good point they can make a
2: big old hog pile with all the dogs so
1: that means that in the very first episode it's the heroes the dog heroes and tj that are going to tribal council now let's uh let's see what happens no one found the the hidden immunity idols. So sometimes on the beach in this uh, series, there are like hidden immunity idols that you can find laying around. And if you find one, you get to choose when to use it. Uh, nobody uses one the first vote. And once again, if you get a vote, it's bad. You don't want to have the most votes. because I mean, you have to leave the island and leave the show. And you don't get yeah. a million Scooby Stacks. The first vote. Zowie! Ooh, that's one Ooh. vote. Zowie. Okay, I'm feeling good about TJ. Bad news. Second vote is spite.
2: Yep. <gasps> no screen Third time. vote Scooby Doo. No. Wow. See, these dogs don't know what they're doing. These dogs are just all over the place. I don't think they even know what they're voting for.
0: Scooby Doo and Scooby Doo. No.
1: Zowie. Okay, yeah. so we have two votes Scooby Doo, two votes Zowie, one vote spite. Okay. Ooh. Another vote spite. Oh. oh, oh, oh. So so let's take stock we have obviously we have three alliances on the dog tribe which is very surprising mm-hmm. i thought they would have instantly voted tj off the island the next vote is also spite okay feeling safe and, and then zowie oh and then scooby-doo the oh whole- my gosh it's Four. three to three to three and we oh. have one vote remaining and the person
2: slash dog voted off the island is scooby-doo Damn, that's a power hitter right there leaving right, really Holy early. Holy shit, Scooby Dooby didn't make it very far. Ow.
0: Cross the
1: Alright, so second episode, let's just go right to the immunity challenge. Let's do it. So this challenge, uh, everybody swims out to a web, you have to dive and find keys and things like this,
2: and you this have to a get good dog challenge.
1: Yeah, you have to throw hoops onto like a target. And it looks like the heroes won. The heroes, yes. uh, the dogs that already voted off the probably the second smartest dog on the team.
2: Yeah, Krampus uh, can't swim close.
1: Yeah, <laughs> just walks out there and grabs them all. <laughs> all right. Uh, so let's send the villains to tribal council. Ooh, this is going to be crazy. You guys, they're all serial killers and a, and a small child from Texas. <laughs> I
0: hope Arliss they vote a him sleeper. off instead of killing him.
1: Okay, here we go. Look at this. Michael Myers has a legacy advantage, yes. But Sam has found the hidden immunity idol. Let's go, Sam. Sam. Whoa, whoa. No. Whoa, this is weird, you guys. Sam used his hidden immunity idol in the second episode on Norm Snively, the clown from Airbud.
0: He's chaotic evil, dude. Yeah, that's on par. Yeah, he might just hand it to him. Sam probably no didn't votes. know what it was
1: any votes. Kathy and Norm will not count. So Fuck. what happens here is now we have a chance of uh, this is our first alliance on the villains tribe. This is a rare for someone to be playing on someone else. So let's see how the votes came out. First vote, Arliss. <laughs> oh Second God. vote, Gus Gilbert. No. Third vote, Arliss. No. Then Arliss.
0: Rip
2: chase.
1: Arliss, Arliss, Arliss. Wow. Um, looks like not a smart play by Jace's
0: tribe. Did they, did they send him home or did they kill him? You think? I I think on this tribe. What happens in this? No,
2: Arliss is fine. (laughs) No one's getting coconutted. This is a syndicated national TV show. And Sam gave up his immunity
1: idol for a dumb clown who did not need it. (laughs) Woof! My critics are
2: are doing pretty good. Yikes.
1: Yeah, Jace only has three players remaining. Mm Mm-hmm. Let's go to the immunity challenge. Uh do you want to be
0: this one? Tribes will carry heavy bags containing coconuts and sandbags through an obstacle course. Then they have to go over a ob- uh, balance beam. Once everyone's across, they separate them, and then they do a block puzzle. Two other tribe members reassemble the dismantled puzzle. First tribe to win w- wins. This has <laughs> got to be a villain's challenge. You know, there's more humans. This, there's Does no not way it look can...
1: like it, Denali. I'm sorry to announce the heroes have won immunity.
0: You're thinking about it too one dimensionally. The dogs yes. are so good at carrying coconuts and sandbags that they just have <laughs> that extra five minutes in also, the puzzle. Clifford
2: is as big as a house. Keep forgetting Clifford completely breaking this
1: game. And one of them can play basketball, and uh, five of them are just normal dogs, and we have one dude.
0: The guy has hands. That's a huge
2: advantage. Not against eight people, nine people with hands. <laughs> Let's send the serial killers <laughs> to One has Tribal a, Council. You love to see the villains just kind of tear each other apart at Tribal Council. You Absolutely. Know, you, really, you really see where, where the cracks are.
1: Well, it looks like in the last episode, production hid another immunity idol, and Gus Gilbert found it. So that's good news from TJ's. He likes unburying things. Don't so fucking it give sense. it away. Nobody uses it. First vote is Turkey. Oof. Second vote, Ben Willis, the fisherman. Ben Ben. Another vote for Ben Willis. Bye, Ben. Four votes for Ben. Another vote for Turkey. Another vote for Turkey. Uh oh. Another vote for Turkey. Four to four. Uh oh. Tiebreaker. Whoa. Turkey has been voted out.
2: <laughs> yeah, I thought he would have a social game.
1: I thought so too. That's why I picked him. Dang. Okay, Denali, you're in the lead. We have a reward yeah. challenge. Let's check up in on. And it looks like the heroes have won an award challenge. They with win. A, they want a grill with meats and vegetables and spices. Oh, wonder who's going to be grilling.
0: Nobody the, the TJ would just be eating the vegetables. The dogs would go buck wild on that meat.
2: <laughs> just eating all the raw meat. Yeah.
1: And in an immunity challenge that is not described. Angry it looks chair. like the heroes. Guys, the heroes once again have defeated the odds and have won an immunity challenge against a team that includes a literal demon.
2: That's because there is a, a 10 story tall dog. So, like, if they're like, oh, lift these weights up, this dog is probably just annihilating these things. Oh, wow. I, I know why they won. Angry wow. chair. Uh, the teams
0: race to the chair. Somebody sits in it and then they pick up the chair. To grab some bags. So again oh, Clifford right. with a size advantage. Is just dominating oh, this play field. Also the entire island. Upon it, reaching episode 4. Is covered with dog shit.
1: <laughs> yeah no TJ's trying to pick it up. but he's. Just... <laughs> That's why they keep him around. Okay we're sending the villain. The serial killers. To uh, tribal council. And it bad looks bad like man. nobody uses their idols. The first vote is Sam. Sam. Second vote is Norm Snively. Wow, the alliance is getting broken up. And then Sam. Ugh. And then Norm Snively. It's like watching and, a divorce, man. Fuck. Yeah. And then Sam. And then Sam. Yeah, okay. And then Norm. And then Sam. And then Norm. And then and then Norm. Oh, please, I'm a God. mess right now. Guys, it's a tie. It's a tie. Ugh. So we have to re-vote. Okay. First vote is Sam. Then Norm. Then Sam. Then Norm. Then Norm. Then Norm is voted out.
2: Oof. GTFO, Norm. Jace, my you team were is a little safe. Spread. Yep.
1: All right. Um, let's go into the next episode. Uh oh, we have a twist. As a part of a twist, new tribes are randomly assigned. No, no. Sorry. What a crocketed The Members of the third <laughs> tribe will have to start from scratch. Let's hope it's not just a bunch of dogs, because they will starve to death. <laughs> God damn it! Okay, the tribes. We have tribe heroes, which is Airbud, Charlie B. Barkin, Clifford, oh. Rampus, and Michael Myers. That team is
0: too strong.
1: That team what is stacked. Fuck. fuck. <laughs> There's gonna be a team that's just dogs. Okay, then we have Ben Willis, Demon, Old Yeller, Sam, and Winky. Oof. And then now the uh, extra tribe is Gus Gilbert, Harry Warden. Jonathan, Jacobo, Spike, TJ, and Zowie. Hey, at least TJ gets another normal human to hang out with.
2: Mm -hmm. And once again, we just have
1: like random. I don't know. It's anybody's game at this point. Don't you
2: think? I think Heroes has fucking got this unlocked, dude. These other two tribes are going to get annihilated. Well, you're right.
1: Because in the next challenge, it's a diving (laughs) challenge. They have to go down and swim to buoys. And each one is deeper than the one before it. And the villains and the heroes win. The, the extra tribe did, did not win. So we're going to go all the way to tribal council. But actually, let's, let's throw a curveball. I'm going to check on the status of this tribe.
2: Okay, so this is so, the extra tribe.
1: Yeah, so let's look at the status of this tribe. So it looks like right now, Gus has his idol. TJ has found an idol. Oh. But gosh, Gus Gilbert has a major mental oh, breakdown. Oh,
0: God. Yeah, big surprise.
1: And he fights with Spite
0: the dog. No. Yeah, but, spite obviously a, cost it
1: But uh, <laughs> th- there's something else Interesting happening on this episode This is going to be a great TV episode by the way This would be like the highest rated episode ever because Oh hell yeah Harry Warden and TJ The two characters from, from My Bloody Valentine Who have been on opposite sides of the aisle mm-hmm. um, They have, looks like they have bonded Wow, let's send them to Tribal Council
2: That's interesting, I wouldn't think oh!
1: No!
0: <laughs> what the fuck?
1: Look at this! Oh my! We we we've received an announcement that Airbud has been tragically medically no. evac'd from the game due to an injury. As such, Tribal Council tonight has been canceled, and Mish will not be voting a player off. What the
2: fuck, dude? My first elimination! Airbud, no!
0: Like wow. when Boston Scott or whatever his name is That's sitting enough. on that tree crying like,
2: I love the it game too much, to much Jeff. It. I love it too much to quit. Damn it, bud.
1: Why'd you push yourself so much? We can only assume he was stabbed by Michael Myers.
2: Yeah. Is this the sixth Air Bud where instead of playing a sport, he decides just to enlist in a reality show?
1: That would be amazing, you guys.
2: That'd be a pretty good
1: move. Let's see if they can hold it up, though he might have been the weak link in that team they still win oh
2: oh i wonder why is it the the 100 foot tall dog
1: (laughs) and the literal demon um they they finished a puzzle they were blindfolded and they finished the puzzle faster than everybody else you guys they won a reward they won baked goods iced tea and milk wow but another team won chocolate chip cookies so it's the same team lost again let's go to the immunity challenge And the heroes, we're sending the same team back to Tribal Council. Let's do it. So TJ has found an additional immunity idol. So TJ actually has two immunity idols right now. Wow. Damn. It's time to vote. Gus Gilbert stands up and says, I'm using my hidden immunity idol. Smart.
0: Smart. He was getting the votes. He uses it
1: against himself. I'll read the votes. First vote, Gus Gilbert does not count. Smart. Second vote. Gus Gilbert does not count. Third vote. Gus Gilbert does not count. Fourth vote. Gus Gilbert does not count.
2: He smells. Fifth something. vote. Zowie. Uh, what? How okay. ironic. Gus Gilbert. That's
1: hilarious. Gus didn't the same vote movie. for
2: spite. Probably political, Jace. You know he's probably. You know he probably wanted to. Wow. You know. That's pretty crazy, you guys. Zowie is voted out. Uh.
1: In a I'm fucking with you, Zowie, buddy. <laughs> well, maybe they got stronger by elimination.
2: You never know. Are we just slowly watching Clipper just annihilate people in strength challenges? But
1: yes, because they, they we're going to episode seven, and they win the next challenge. They place first place, and they win a visit <laughs> from a chef. And again, the mostly dog team wins a reward. They win kebabs. Huh. Not bad. And okay. We're going to do it in the Muti Challenge, and once again, Clifford, Krampus, Michael Myers, and Charlie B. Barkin have won, handedly. Yeah. But we're sending a different tribe to, to Tribal Council. Let's do this. Um, eventually, I'm just going to skip to the merge, and then we're just going to go from there, because this is taking a while.
2: <laughs> Whittle them down. So,
1: Demon has the hidden immunity idol, and he uses it against himself. The Demon can't go home from me. How did he know to do that? First vote, Demon, I don't know, but he was onto something. He's a dog, and he knows what he's doing. Second vote, demon. Third vote, Winky. Oh, oh. shit! Wow, huge competitor Yeah, get right Winky here. out here.
0: Winky's... Yeah, get him
1: out right now before the merge,
2: because if he gets through the merge, Winky's like Spencer. <laughs> <He's> just... <laughs> just getting shafted left and right, dude. He's just trying his best. Yeah, for Winky. That's two
1: votes. Uh, oof, he's out of here. Demon's get... still on vacation. Uh, we're gonna go
2: to the merge episode. All right. Who got kicked out? Sorry, it was Winky. Winky. Yeah. We already forgot about Winky. That's, this is what happens every time we talk about it. <laughs> Okay. So,
0: mm.
2: I'm gonna recap. The players
1: who have made it to the merch mm-hmm. are Ben Willis, Charlie B. Barkin, Clifford, Demon, Gus Gilbert, Harry Warden, Jonathan Jacobo, Krampus, Old Yeller, Sam, Spite,
2: and TJ. Okay. I, I want Old Yeller to go the distance out, of, out yeah. of all of these. Second okay. pick Harry Warden. Because it looks like Charlie B. Bark and, and Mike Myers are both eliminated. Finally. So you have Old Yeller and Harry Warden. Oh is that my only two left? Yes. Oof. Oh well that's my picks anyways. So <laughs> okay. We're gonna spoilers.
0: go No Why God
1: So oh. spoilers, but we have our first individual immunity challenge and Old Yeller. Let's wins go immunity. Old Yeller. And Old Yeller tribal Council. Looks like TJ has three immunity necklaces. That's insane. Jesus. First He's vote a is Demon. Minor, dude. He's mining for him. Got a couple votes for Gus Gilbert. Another one for Demon. Another one for Demon. Two more <sighs> votes for Gus Gilbert. Five votes Gus Gilbert and three votes Demon. And the eighth person voted out of Heroes versus Villains is Gus Gilbert. Oh, I'm just fucking with you, Gus. Wow. This is nuts. Uh, I'm really happy with how this is going But Jace I'm down my team's to looking two, good. I think Clifford and yeah, Sam I'm, I'm rocking it Everybody but Turkey's here <laughs> Then, And the next challenge Demon wins immunity Damn. Wow. Demon 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 Let's see who gets voted out Whoa oh, we're getting some votes for oh, Krampus oh, Ben and Krampus First oh. votes shit The ninth person voted out of Heroes versus Villains And the third member of our jury is Ben Willis
0: The fisherman Krampus has a target on his back Yeah. That's not a good sign. He's going to start trying. Okay. I saw that coming. And
1: in the next challenge,
0: Harry Warden
1: wins immunity. Let's go, Harry! Let's see what happens at this tribal council. It only will be very suspenseful. Harry stole my heart. Okay, we got to vote for (laughs) Demon. Demon. Krampus. Demon. 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 Tenth person voted out of Heroes versus Villains. And fourth member of the jury is
0: Demon. He was too dangerous, man. I'm glad to see him go. Wow. That's another one for Team Ryan. An dog. actual, I mean, you know, I'll, sorry, Airbud. Demon is an actual
2: athlete, you know. Because right. he plays the dog sport. An actual. He, played,
1: sport. he plays an actual dog sport. He's a dog right.
2: athlete. Well, Airbud, you know, is a crossover sport athlete, you know. Right. But.
1: Um, interesting, interesting thing. Krampus wins a reward challenge and <laughs> shares it with Jonathan Jacobo, TJ, and Charlie B. Barkin. Okay. What's the reward? A barbecue at camp with a loved one.
0: Oh, Who does he love? A, uh, one uh, probably loves at least one of those elves.
1: I think it's the weird, like uh, I think it's the weird Jack in the Box
0: guy. <laughs> oh, no. Anyways, and the- Sam from Trick or Treat wins immunity. Wow. Wait, 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 Crazy. wait, wait. Crazy. I want to read. I want to read that one. The castaways will each have two handles that they will use to keep tension on a steel bar. If at any point they release the tension, the bar will drop and break a tile below them which puts them out of the challenge. The last person left standing wins. Sam, Sam, Sam. Going to tribal
1: council. TJ, you might want to start using those things because there's only like two episodes left. Nobody stands up though. I don't know what this oh. guy's doing.
0: He thinks he's safe because Krampus took him to eat Din Din with his loved one. That's a good point. Harry
1: Warden, and Krampus, and Krampus, and Krampus, and Harry Warden, and, and Harry Warden. Oh, no, we're three tied. To three. Between Harry Warden and Krampus. And then a vote for Krampus. Oh, thank God! Wow, eleventh person voted out of Heroes versus Villains is Krampus, or like Krappus. Honestly, you guys, I'm, I I picked Krampus first because he's won literally every single simulation that I've ran so far. Uncharted territory. Mm-hmm. But it's hard for, sometimes it's hard for him to get jury votes.
2: Yeah, I can, he probably burned <laughs> some bridges on the <laughs> way
1: up. Okay, and once again, Sam wins immunity in the next episode. Wow. Okay. We're going th- this, this is crazy. Let's do it. Tribal council, TJ, let's use those things.
0: He uses it. Okay, he does. Okay. He
1: stands up. Wow. Old Yeller and Harry Warden taking votes. Mm-hmm. Two votes for Old Yeller, two votes for Harry Warden. Are you
2: fucking serious? You're gonna make me do this?
1: Then Harry Warden. Oh, sorry, Denali. Oh. Someone's going home. Then Old Yeller, three to three. And then Harry Warden, oh. four to three. Hate this and thing. then Old Yeller. The final count was four Harry Warden and four Old Yeller. So we're gonna go to a revote, and the winner of the revote is not Old Yeller.
2: Old Yeller, the tribe has spoken. Wait, So all the others out. <laughs>
1: right.
2: Old the others out. Right, yeah. You said the winner is not him. So I was... <laughs> okay, okay. So all I have left is my boy Harry, the heart stealer himself.
1: Yes, ah. you picked a serial killer, and uh, you picked two serial killers and three dogs. Um, Jace oh was a little God. bit different. Uh, he picked one little boy, uh, one adult.
0: He's a villain. Killer. Okay, we don't know what he did as an adult. That's fair. I picked a couple of different,
1: like you know, like gods, Turkey, who lived for like five hundred years. Where are they now, Ryan? That's true. Okay, <laughs> let's go to. Okay, what's going on? Let's, let's go! see
0: He's he's the fucking. It... Oh, what's uh? No, I don't remember his name. Who's the guy that Paintball catches seabirds? Ozzy. Yeah, he, this dude's, uh, Sam's Aussie. Let's go to Tribal Council. Sam
1: has an and, only fans. Uh, <laughs> only Sam's. TJ uses a hidden immunity idol. Smart. Jacobo, then a vote for Spite, then Spite. Wait, Spite is still in the game? Yeah, I Spite is like Sandra. I've honestly been not <laughs> looking at Spite. It's just a dog. <laughs> okay, two votes for Spite, one for, for Jacobo. And I vote for Jacobo, and then for Spite. And for Jacobo, three, three and, and three. There's only one vote left. And it's for Jacobo. Aye. Spike I... wins. Okay, this is going to be good. Uh, Sam wins immunity again for the fourth time in a row. This is crazy stuff, you guys. And uh, they're going to vote out. TJ uses his necklace. Smart. Finally. And they vote out Spike. Spike. Oh, man. Harry was on the block. Ooh. All right. And then for the next immunity challenge, the winner is Clifford.
2: How is he, wait, he's, how is he not won the last, like, 20? He's kind of been under the radar, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. I guess some of the challenges are kind of, like, dexterous, like, like, build blocks with your feet and, like, you know, do, do a puzzle. Or... He just crushes them.
1: Sam
0: uses
2: oh! his
1: hidden immunity
0: idol. Oh! I'm taking two to the finale, baby.
1: Sam, 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 Harry oh. Warden, TJ. No. So okay, so what happened here was there was three votes cast against Sam, but they don't count because he uses his hidden immunity idol, and the votes were split between Harry Warden and TJ, which are actually Minds and Allie's two remaining characters. Okay. So we're hey. gonna re vote oh, Harry and so Much like the end of MBV. The uh. next person voted out of Dogs versus Serial Killers is <laughs> Harry Warden. No line, so
2: man fuck. Shit! Bye! Just like the end of of My Bloody Valentine, man. They squared off. Sorry. So, we have one more immunity
1: challenge. Oh, man. And that will decide who goes to the final three. Oh, man. And then when we get to the final three, we have what is called a jury. So the last, like, seven or eight people who've gotten voted off uh, have been sticking around and kind of watching this stuff. And they will then vote on who they think should win. And the person with the vo- most votes in the last part of the, of the whole series, they will, who, the person with the most votes doesn't lose. They win. So this is going to be one more challenge, and one more person's going to be voted off. Yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. Come and on, yes! Sam
1: wins
2: yes! the challenge.
1: <clears throat> wow. Let's go to Tribal Council. First vote, Charlie B. Barkin. Wait. I thought Charlie B. Barkin was, was gone.
0: Oh. He's been hanging in. Oh,
2: Denali, then never mind. You still got... Is he on my team? Th- he is on my team. He's on your team. Shit, I even forgot that. Charlie, <laughs> Charlie. I'm sorry, dog. Okay, Charlie. so we one vote for
1: Charlie. Don't that
2: away from me. One vote for Clifford.
1: No. Then a vote for TJ. We're splitting Holy
0: here. shit. Okay, God. there's
1: one vote. Sam uh, can't get voted. So one more vote. And the person who
0: goes home is Clifford. Oh, we ended in a three. Huge. We're going to the finale in a three-way tie because we each have one person. We each have one person left in the game. Last oh dog. my
2: gosh, this is the ideal. This is the ideal scenario. Yeah, holy so, fuck. So,
1: okay. representing Team Denali, we have Charlie B. Barkin. Woof, woof. Representing Last team dog. Jace. We have Sam from Trick or Treat. And representing Team Road, we have TJ, the human from the dog team from My Bloody Valentine. The jury. Has our f- familiar faces, who are probably very rational, such as Krampus and Michael Myers. <laughs> Lots of
2: uh, dogs there. There are two actual or three actual dogs. Who there's four dogs. What Clifford's not really like an actual dog. What is it? What? he's not a person. He's literally well, he a has, dog.
1: He has like sentience, right? And he can talk. I think Clifford's going to be. But never to amongst. Emily. I guess that's a
0: good point. Using think-
1: all right. The finalists wait for the winner to be revealed. Remember, you want votes here. And the first vote goes for TJ. And then a vote for Charlie. Yes. And then a vote for TJ. And then TJ. Oh no way. What the fuck was and the then...
0: point of winning nine fucking immunity challenges <laughs> in a fucking row if nobody's gonna vote for you? Hey. Clifford
1: burned Oz, too many bridges. Oz, you're falling it down on uh, Ozzy's ears, you know? And then okay, well, we gotta vote for Charlie. Another vote for Charlie, so it's time to Come on, Charlie. Holy Come on, Char. shit! And then vote for TJ. And then for TJ, he has five votes. Oh my God. And then for TJ. Wow. And he wins. TJ, you are the winner of Survivor Doc Heroes versus actual villains.
0: Yeah, fucking pissed off I would be if I won (laughs) six fucking immunity challenges after the merge, made it all the way to the end, and not a single person voted for me in the game. I'd be like, what was the point?
2: wow the underhuman actually won this uh tj who is the only dude on the dogs team that's true that's fair
1: all the dogs voted for him i'm looking at the vote breakdown all the dogs voted for him
2: that makes sense because i mean he was the only one who could like pet dogs and give them scratches and stuff i mean they probably built such strong alliances while on that team let's see who won the fan favorite norm snively i just don't understand that <laughs> the animal abuser norm snively mm-hmm. one fan favorite
1: <laughs> these well, fans was, are terrible <laughs> he was one of the only normal people on the uh, serial killer island i guess comparatively <laughs> oh wow God. Uh, congrats to my bloody valentine you produced
2: uh produced a winner hmm. MBV had a lot of good hitters. I mean, I mean, it's him and Harry Warden, I think, were pretty good players.
1: I I, I agree with that. Well, thanks for tuning in, and I know that was a lot of just hearing me (laughs) read off my TV screen, but uh, I think it makes for riveting material, mostly for us to talk about, not necessarily
2: for you to listen to. Yay! TJ wins against all the dogs, dude. TJ's kind of like the reverse JT, an actual Survivor winner. Um, because, you know, instead of from being from Alabama, he's, uh, he's a Canadian. And, uh, I, I don't know. He's from the north. Reverse. Reverse. Huh. I guess in a
1: way. That's, that's sort of thematic.
2: Yeah. Well, thank you, Ryan, for guiding us through another riveting round of GBGB's Survivor. It, it, do you think they'll ever actually do? Because, you know, Survivor's going to have to run out of season ideas eventually. Like are they gonna do like a an actual dogs versus uh escaped serial killers? We'll watch it. Probably but let,
1: let, 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 let me be clear. Let me put this on the record. Yeah. If CBS made a survivor spin-off show starring uh ten dogs and or eight and eight to ten serial killers, I would I would watch. I would tune <laughs> in. Well, I okay. don't wanna I don't wanna take up any more of your time. Uh that was pretty fun. I do. Uh, I I am very satisfied with the fact that we each took one contestant
2: to the and end. The oh, totally. I think last time I lost my contestants really fast. Um, so I, I was kind of you know having to make compromises to who I wanted to win. But um, who who won last time? Was it Ben? It was Armageddon Ben. Yeah. Who who took it all? Wow. Beat all the McConaughey's. I think I'm glad that a dog didn't didn't win this season. I just well, I just what feel would like a dog
1: won? do with a million dollars? if it was clifford
2: i mean he would feed himself that's actually the plot of the clifford movie yeah yeah clifford could put a good use i think charlie would just destroy himself honestly he's just I, I wouldn't trust him with that money he'd make one hell of a casino yeah all righty guys with that uh are we ready to embark on our the movie that we watched this week, <laughs> much like Derek Tower, I think people are gonna are gonna come on, you know, first time listeners to be like, "Oh, sick Krampus!" All right, like I love that movie. I can't wait to see what these guys thought about it. <laughs> it gets sucked into a vortex of uh of holiday uh, ideas and then uh, and, and a survivor. It's we're kind of narrow casting, I think, but um, there's gonna be a contingent who is gonna be super psyched. <laughs> Have to agree. Uh, well. For, for those of you, Survivor Krampus heads, I hope we can uh we can satisfy that that itch. Um, with that, who has the synopsis this week? Denali, did Denali restart it last week? Is that what occurred? I think I did the I know what you did last summer reboot.
1: Um, and Ryan, so
2: it might be Jace's turn. It would be Ryan's turn because it goes me, Ryan, Jace, and then we got it twisted at some point, and then that's why we did the reset. Hmm. Who is it? is is ryan ready for a synopsis this week you bet
1: your butt
2: did someone spend all his time doing a survivor simulator instead of watching the movie you
1: know how much time i spent on google images to find those stupid thumbnails oh yeah
0: a
2: long time <laughs> speaking of images only imagine speaking of images guys uh go ahead and watch this episode on youtube if you want to see a kind of a visual aid for this um it, it, it could be tough to follow with audio only and just see Ryan's hard work uh, with finding these these beautiful images. Okay,
0: <laughs>
2: okay
1: folks. Uh, this week, we watched Krampus, as you can tell. Uh, it's a 2015 movie um, directed by Michael Dougherty, who also directed Trick or Treat.
2: So, oh, I didn't know that shit.
1: Yeah. So he's like uh, really into the holiday horror. He's like the perfect person to have on our podcast. He may be our guy, yeah. And then um, starring, actually, surprisingly, Adam Scott, most notably uh, famous for Parks and Rec. And,
2: and the Water Boy, he makes those movies with a voice like this. What? <laughs> Different
1: Adam. Uh, and also starring. Tony Collette, who I know from uh, The Sixth Sense and Hereditary. And she was also in Knives Out just a couple years ago, which is a big hit. I recommend that movie as well. She's a fantastic actress. Um, some other character actors show up, but really what this movie is about is a kid who does not love Christmas enough, um, and so his entire family gets murdered by an anti-Christmas demon named Krampus. And essentially, I guess the idea is that if there's, like, a, not enough Christmas spirit then in a neighborhood, I guess, then Krampus shows up instead of Santa, and he kills everybody in the neighborhood and leaves one sole survivor to tell his tale to the next generation. And so our young protagonist, Max, He's kind of fed up. He still believes in Santa, and he, people are making fun of him for it. Um, he's fed up with consumerism, and he's fed up with his family, and so he's basically just like, ah, I don't want to do Christmas no more. I'm going to tear my Santa letter up. And that's the last straw for old Crampy. So Crampy descends on the neighborhood, wreaks havoc, and kind of actually has some pretty cool minions that we're going to talk about. And at the very end... Um, Literally uh hell breaks loose and there's, there's a bit of a I don't know a bit of a not so happy ending but yeah this, this movie kind of brought me down
2: mm. it did that's that's interesting. I think I had a slightly different reaction, but we could we could talk about the ending, but I think that that wraps it up pretty good um well I didn't I mean we talked about this a little bit earlier it's like I didn't know krampus was like a um, I didn't know about Krampus for this movie I didn't know it was a legit part of a, kind of like the alpine folklore i did a little alpine. uh alpine? that's what it says on the the wikipedia It's it says it's an anthropomorphic figure in alpine f- folklore as in somewhere in the alps you know germany and austria and oh
1: Australia. that's i thought you meant just like the colloquial alpine
2: yeah yeah and so they said that um he he, he uh he, he like scares children obviously and assists saint nicholas um, and then the they, the pair visit children on the night of the fifth of December, and Saint Nicholas rewards the well-behaved children with modest gifts such as oranges, dried fruit, walnuts, and chocolate—fucking trail mix. Uh, whilst badly behaving, uh, whilst badly behaved ones um, only receive punishment uh, by the Krampus with birch rods. <laughs> Imagine so Krampus, yeah,
0: being the elf that gets promoted to sleigh duty that year, and he's like, do we have to let him." Come with us. Sounds <laughs> like, yeah, that's my brother Krampus. <laughs> <laughs> he
1: fucking spanks people with a rod. <laughs> you know family. So yeah, that I mean, love that, them.
2: Somewhere in like the nineteen fifties, I think, uh I think a decision was made by Santa where he's like, Hey, hey Krampus. How how about you just take the you take the holiday off? You can you could you can spank some other time of the year, but I'm just gonna give presents and then we're just gonna kinda of leave it. That, at
1: that. What do you think uh that- conversation was like from Krampus's perspective. That's the only holiday he works. We've been
2: we've been doing this thing together for a hundred years. Mr. It was like a thousand. It was like, t-
1: like four thousand years,
2: right? Didn't they say it was thousands and thousands of years? That
1: doesn't quite make much sense. Like from a logic perspective.
0: Like, you
2: know, Saint Nicholas, like zero right BC AD. Well, I think my theory is that um, Krampus converted to Christianity, you know, at some point, <laughs> and kind of went along with it.
1: What was he they, like during pale, Paleolithic times?
2: Yo, during the pagan times, I think he was fucking swinging for the fences with that rod. Like, I think he was really wiling out. He was really out, He's spanking um, oh, you everybody. I think he toned it down? I think he way toned it down when he, when he found Jesus. <laughs> I think Krampus really toned it down. Oh, uh, 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 okay. If I had to choose between being like horrifically tortured, pagan style, and probably being burnt at the stake, uh, versus a, 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 you know, a paddling, I'd probably pick paddling. I just think Krampus toned it down when he found Christ. Um, and, and then, and then he just, I think he probably helps like, you know, probably the coal mine that, that, you know, Santa uses to kind of like make deposits, uh, or, you know, the children. I think Krampus probably like shifted his, his focus probably got like carpal tunnel or tendonitis from spanking so much wait so if you think you guys think krampus would be like good at batting like at the at like the, the local holiday creature like kind of tournament ages no like they probably do like a pickup game you guys think krampus yeah, would, probably krampus good would knock it out of the park every time yeah he's strong as shit he's been swinging his whole life well, I don't think he's a, like a god, like he's a, an actual like. Well, they're all fucking gods, dude. I think probably Easter Bunny's gonna be throwing those things like eggs. Oh, that's um, true. If you guys think you're gonna get spanked by Krampus, would you would you like leave like a really like small thin rod to get spanked with by the bedside, or, or are you guys or, or are you guys gonna like have him bring his own thing? Leather paddle. Honestly, and I'm dressing honestly, up.
1: Birch, honestly, birch. <laughs> Honestly, on the scale of things you can get yeah. spanked with, I don't think Birch Twig is, like, that bad. It's not the it's dot good. It doesn't fit, It's not great. But, like, there are way
2: worse things to be spanked with than, uh, okay, this stick. I mean, he's, he's not d- dealing out, like, you know, corporal punishment here. He's, okay. he's kind of, you know. Let's,
0: let's be clear now. I want to uh, circumvent this whole thing. I'm not getting spanked yeah. by Krampus. I love Christmas. I've been listening to Michael Bublé for like two weeks now already. <laughs> um,
1: okay, I'm, so l- let's let's be straight here. I'm on Krampus's list. Oh shit, Ryan! You guys know it's about me. I'm not a big Christmas guy.
2: Yeah, and that's can Krampus, fair. Can Krampus tell if you put like butt pads in, and he's like he's like swinging his heart, and you you know you're trying to like act like it hurts? Oh, you're he's trying like, to sell oh, it. Dang. Oh dang! Oh, I'm sorry. Oh. No! And, and he he's like, he doesn't sense the He's uh, it again! <laughs> Krampus kind of pauses.
1: <laughs> I mean, that's sort of what they say, but they don't usually say it like that.
2: Oh, no, Krampus. Don't spank me again. Wait, so what? Okay, this is going to go back to, I don't want to rehash the Sam conversation, but, uh, y- you know, a lot of the world doesn't celebrate, you know, this Western kind of holiday, or like, you know, they don't celebrate Christmas, so he's not, surely he's not going around, you know, spanking and raising hell for everybody. sort of like
1: with Sam, I think it's more like if you celebrate it, but you trash it anyways, or you don't properly celebrate it, right? Right. So, like, I don't think that Sam is going around the country going to people who don't celebrate Halloween at all, or not even country around the world, who don't celebrate Halloween at all and being upset with them because he's, he's worried about them disrespecting Halloween. Right. Krampus is probably like, okay, if you're going to do Christmas, do it right.
2: So, but I guess he made that decision at some point after converting, right? Because right. before, what was he spanking for? Anybody. He's a wild he's spirit. Yeah. <laughs> if you had a choice, um, if you lived in like the, you know, the 900s AD, and they said, would you, would you, uh, you want to be spanked by a demon or get some trail mix from some old guy? Would you would it would it be a thing you think about first before making your choice? I would say which old guy. <laughs> yeah.
1: What, can you point him out to me? A,
2: a nice, a nice, you know, a, like a like a nice, a nice one, you know. But a cool, de- let's say you got you got the, trail mix. Is the trail like,
1: mix just like from his pocket, or does he have like a sealed bag?
2: He's got lindy like pocket a, <laughs> mix. He's got like a velvet sack of trail mix. It's still linty. Uh,
1: what? Okay. What am I getting spanked with?
2: Okay, it's going to be a birch rod. But, okay, so th- you haven't seen the demon. They're like, and you've gotten trail mix a couple times. <laughs> like, you've got, you've asked for trail mix every exactly. year.
1: And behind <laughs> a wall is just, like, seeing like, the Barry Bonds of spanking. <laughs> and you have no idea. And you're like, well, it could be not that bad.
2: You're like, I want to try spanking once. All right? I've had the trail mix. It's okay. But, like, they're like, a demon will come out and, and you know, give you a spanking. All right?
1: It could be a good game show, like. The the audience knows which demon it is but you don't and he's just behind like a half wall.
2: And let's say you've never you don't know anyone who's chosen spanking. Like everyone's always done trail mix and it's kind of like a routine. They're like oh yeah I got trail mix again.
1: Things that must have happened. There must be one guy who finally like okay nobody else is gonna do it. I'll do it. I'll and Krampus is like I've been in the underworld trading for this for thousands of years and nobody's ever said yes.
0: I'm not going to go easy on you for it either.
2: Thank you. <laughs> he's like training with like resistance bands. Yeah. For about like, like with the bat where they
1: put the, the, the weight on the end of the bat and they're in the bullpen and they're
2: like, So if someone's there and he's like, all right, you, you've, you've hit the middle again, most people hit the middle between good and bad. And you're like, I, I, think, I think I'm going to do the spanking. I, I think I'm going to get spanked by the demon. And you see him come out from behind the wall. And it's it's the Krampus from the movie. He's big. He's like nine feet tall. He's got Popeye arms with a birch rod. Are you gonna go through with it? I'm a man of my word, but you can't go back. He doesn't. At home he can run faster than he. He could. He's pretty fat. Is is uh, How many times do you keep asking for spanking until the guy politely declines?
1: Krampus is like <laughs> actually there's like other people. I need to...
2: Oh man, I've been. Sp- First of all, you're my favorite customer, but I've been spanking all day. I don't think, I think I'm kind of sore. I need a glass of water. Okay, we should probably talk about this movie, guys. Uh, I've, I've derailed us I too kind much. of prefer
0: this conversation. Let me, um, I, I went to a brewery yeah. slash cider house before I watched this movie, and yeah. it evaporated from my brain, <laughs> and I think I fell asleep during the last 10 minutes. So I think I saw Krampus one time.
2: Aww. <laughs> oh. Jace, I think I had a similar problem with this movie in that I think the first half was kind of funny. It was pretty, it was, it was, I thought it was a funny movie. Um, second, third, I think I kind of, it, it was kind of dragged. I think I was getting a little, I was checking the clock a little bit. Uh, third act picked up, I think, a bit. But yeah, there was, there was some, some dragon parts in this movie. Um, you jerks, I, liked, I watched the whole thing. Oh, I finished the whole thing. Right, I, I didn't I didn't fall asleep, but uh, I thought at least just to, just to, to speak positively about the movie. Tony Collette and Adam Scott I think had a really fun chemistry. I think uh-huh. both of them did a, a bang up job with this movie. Um, I love Adam Scott and pretty much everything he does. I think he plays kind of smug, slightly dickish person, uh, really well in a in a likable way. Todd Packer randomly showing up in this movie <laughs> and being the same character he's he's been in every movie. Was, was also a fun surprise that I wasn't expecting.
1: Yeah. Uh, I, I, I thought this movie was actually really funny. There are... I wrote down numerous lines, because at some point, I was like, dang, some of these lines are hilarious. I'm going to start yeah. writing them down. Um, I just want to throw this out there. If, this, if some of these jokes seem funny to you, you should maybe watch this movie. Uh, let's see. So I have uh, the shallow end of the gene pool. Mm. I have uh, dialysis. Question mark. Um, where's the nog? And then isn't there another child? And then no gun talk at the dinner table. That's a good one. I like that because that's That's relevant to me. And then uh one point the guy opens the fridge and he says, Beer it is. And then he says, How come rich people get all the free shit? And then this is my favorite line in the whole movie. He says, point that thing east and it'll be storming the beaches of Normandy at sunrise.
2: Not a lot of context, uh, right? I thought you'd kind of uh, color us a little, uh, a little scene. Uh, but yeah, I no, those were funny. Those were those were funny lines. I thought like it, this, in there's the some moment, funny you know, one-liners in here. You can't just say "Where's the nog" without context. Where's the nog? <laughs> uh, but That's yeah, my those favorite there part. were there, there was some good. There was some some pretty good lines in this movie. Um, I don't want to make it seem like I thought it was a shitter because I had fun watching this. I'll say it straight up.
1: Yeah. I, I, I like the uh, the aspect of it's a Christmas movie. Like you know it's a Christmas movie when you're watching the movie. There's no yeah. doubt about it. It's a Christmas yeah. movie. There's dialogue scenes in the kitchen where like it's not very interesting and they're just talking about how crazy their relatives are. That's every Christmas movie. Oh yeah. Um there's a fireplace and a Christmas tree in the background, and at some point the that thing's catching on fire. But at the same time, it was like anti everything, right? Because it's like anti-consumerism. We know that from the beginning. Mm -hmm. And then eventually it gets like anti-workaholicism because the one guy's too serious and he never takes time enough, right? He's a bit of a Hallmark
2: type of uh, Christmas movie. I feel like that's that's usually the trope, right?
1: Right, but then it actually goes pretty like anti-traditionalism, right? Because like at a certain point uh, they start saying, oh, we should never have done this. We should have done it by ourselves. We should not have invited people out. We shouldn't have... Invite the old grandmother who's like German and she brought this curse on us and stuff like that. Uh, I thought that was kind of interesting and that's
2: kinda of how I feel. It's like holidays are more of like a burden than anything to me. I think you're not alone in that sentiment, Riot. I think there's a lot of people who get more stressed than anything during the holidays. Um I think I'm in the middle. I think I, I do feel a little bit of that fatigue sometimes where I'm like, oh fuck. Like I you know, I love hanging with my family, but at the same time, having that many people just in one place is is stressful. It's hectic. There's a lot of people button heads. Um I think this movie colored that pretty well where you I think everyone has that experience of where you have like <laughs> the your family members come over, um and they're a little rough around the edges and they're saying some bigoted things and kind of rubbing people the wrong way. Um there's That's always, like, a scene, I feel like, in modern holiday movies with this whole hillbilly family that comes over. But I also think they colored them in a way that they're still human. They're still kind of likable characters. Um, right. And I think they, they kind of did that aspect justice without turning them into, like, a fucking, you know, caricature. Right. It was basically, like, uh Christmas Vacation. Yeah. Right? That's, with uh, totally. Chevy Chase and uh, Randy Quaid. Mm-hmm. That's that's I, I was I was wondering where I was thinking. I think that's that's exactly what I was thinking of. Yeah. Um. With the turn of this movie, uh, where, this this happens because basically you have the the kid character. He basically summons Krampus by you know by being a downer on Christmas. Uh, Krampus shows up. I I don't know how you guys felt about the the second um the second third of this movie, kind of the build up, because I I felt like this was kind of tired. Um, they're showing hooves, they're showing kind of footsteps and like, what's happening and stuff. I just, I think it was very tropey in a way that I thought was kind of boring. And I wanted to, wanted to get your guys' temp on that.
0: Yeah. kind of amazed that they waited until that far into the movie to, yeah, start teasing at Krampus because I thought he was going to be a, a main character. And also I had no idea he was going to look like what he did with the gnarled up face and then the long tongue. I thought he looked like kind of animal-ish. I was picturing an animal creature, so on like the the first reveal of the
2: Krampus, I was like, oh, shit. (laughs) Yeah, I will say the third act where you see Krampus, you see his minions, all the toys and the killer gingerbread, that was pretty cool. I I really enjoyed that aspect. Like the practical effects mostly uh, was super fun. That's my biggest hit for this
0: movie is that everything was, there was only one CGI creature. Uh, Everything else was either a puppet or somebody in a suit and it was a bunch of practical effects. And that's probably what made this for me. All the toys were were scary as shit.
1: Yeah, (laughs) the toys were amazing. I think that's like, I agree. They should have made that longer and not quite so hectic, right? Mm -hmm. Because at some point they're just like, everybody's running around fighting a toy and you're like okay this is awesome this is kind of funny and it just keeps happening and happening and happening and then happening on like different floors of the house when that could kind of i guess be more logically presented um yeah and pick up more of the movie and don't have them wandering around the snow for a half hour
2: yeah that the wandering around the snow with the flashlight being like what the heck's happening i i think went on just way too fucking long um I get they're trying to, like, establish, like, a plot line and kind of slowly build things up. Um, I think it could have been done a little better. The other thing about Krampus, before he shows up, I was like, is Krampus that strong? Because there's twice in this movie where Adam Scott's character out pulls Krampus. Like, I don't know if Krampus <laughs> wants these people that bad, if he's just kind of pulling with, like, one hand. Because, uh, you know, he's he, he pulls the Todd Packer character through the snow, and Adam Scott, like, actually fucking pulls him completely out of the snow and outmuscles this supernatural being
1: Well, sort of right so those are his minions was those it like the, oh those are the evil
2: elves right so like they okay. run away when krampus shows up yeah they're scared of him so krampus isn't doing any of the dirty work
1: he's it's only all... going in at the very
2: end and like
1: shepherding everybody onto
2: his sleigh okay okay that that makes sense actually because yeah the elves the elves first of all Fucking sick character design with a mask right. the, <laughs> the kind of yeah that that kind of stuff um I could I, now that ma- that makes more sense to me because I was wondering that the whole movie, I was like, oh, how am I supposed to be scared of Krampus if I feel like they could just punch him or something
1: yeah the uh like the, the, the snowman part was my favorite part with like every time a character would die, there would be another snowman outside the house, and only the kids like put it together, and then you'd see the elves like run around um. And in a way, I wish that it was just Krampus and his toys. I wish that there were, like, these other, like, elves that were running around, right? Because Mm -hmm. at some point, I was like, oh, that's not actually Krampus? The thing that we're watching on screen? Run around? That's not actually him? So what am I looking at? Mm -hmm. Uh, I agree that they waited too long to show Krampus. I think there's no reason to have two different types of minions. I had to kind one. of like visually explain that there was two different types of minions and that neither one of them were actual Krampus. Yeah, it confused uh, me. Like until, yeah, right? just, until we just had yeah, this conversation. Still. So
2: yeah. Uh, speaking of minions, do you guys have a favorite Krampus minion? Because there was a couple. Gingerbread were hilarious. You... Yeah. <laughs>
1: this was so good. Yeah, <laughs> the they're they were gremlin-esque.
2: Yeah, Yeah, where, where they're lit on fire and they're just kind of like trying to help each other up. <laughs> the guy's shooting him with a shotgun. I thought was just great. Um, I think the Jack in the Box. Jack in the Box. Right. The that Angel was, was also really hilarious. That was good too. Christmas they were Angel. They were all funny, but they were all also scary as shit in their own unique ways, I think. Uh, great, great job by the designers there. Uh, were you guys kind of wondering if Santa was going to show up at any point in this movie?
1: Well, sort of. So that's actually something I want to talk about is that this movie apparently spawn a bunch of clones yeah there's like 10 other krampus movies that are like oh we could make a krampus movie and uh have like krampus versus santa claus like krampus revenge that are <laughs> not related to this they're different people and i wonder why that is and why that hasn't happened for like everything i guess krampus is like in the public domain right he's yeah. just a generic holiday character he's like santa you know Santa yeah, can sell right.
2: Coca Cola's. Yeah.
1: Nobody owns Santa, right? Yeah. So I guess maybe that's why. But why? I don't know. Why not come up with your own dude?
2: Yeah. I think Krampus's imagery is also pretty, pretty fucking cool and like metal. And I think people who like who like to make B movies, I think that type of in- imagery is is very choice. True. Sure. I just would have loved some reference because to, to Santa, because they're they're implying Santa's kind of real. I feel. Um, if German folk tales are real, the kid believes in Santa him throwing his Santa letter is what summons Krampus to come down. Are they implying Krampus is a shade of Santa just from the way he looks? He kind of looks Santa-like when you look at him up close. Um, I think I would have liked Santa to come down and, like, punch him in the face or something, I'm just saying.
1: I would like a movie where Krampus is actually the good one. And, like, Santa's not real. It's your parents that are giving you presents. Okay. And Krampus is, is real, but he's not nearly as bad It's like, what, like, actual Santa. So Santa doesn't ever come around and give you presents. Uh, the legend that we have, our Santa legend, is actually based off a real dude who's worse than Krampus. And Krampus goes around and is like, oh, Santa, don't worry, I'm down here punishing kids with this birch twig. Uh, you don't have to come down here. I did everything for you. And because he knows that if real Santa came down, he would just, like, you know, murder people. Which in this movie is what Krampus does.
2: Oh, I
0: smell a rewrite! <laughs> you know, I th- I don't think that at any point in this, again, movie, entirely vapid for me. I don't know if the characters made enough of a, like, change of heart for them to really deserve Santa if we're going or wise good, bad. Yeah. I think everybody that was in this movie was gonna get coal if Santa was real, or they were gonna get Krampus. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, um... A, a pretty hilarious idea. I think Santa would just be like, like, you killed the Johnsons next door? They were supposed to get presents, dude! What the fuck?
2: <laughs> yeah, I think, well, we can probably get, get to the end of the movie to kind of talk about the, the morality aspect. Um, because I, at the end of the movie, the kid is like, you know, the whole family dies, I kind of, I guess. They're getting yeah. pulled into the underworld. Um, the kid offers to Krampus his own soul. He says, throw me in the underworld and save my family. Uh, Krampus laughs and just kind of throws him down there anyways, and the kid wakes up in bed. Um, that ending, I think I had a problem with initially because I was like, well, fuck, if it's all a dream, yeah, where's the moral narrative? Like, where's the, the people? All, these people still suck. Mm-hmm. You know? They don't. There's no reason for the parents to learn anything, um, but that moment where the kid unwraps the present with the bell that says Krampus, and everyone kind of has a little bit of a flashback. I think that kind of saved it for me, where Krampus is still a force of nature that teaches people a lesson about, you know, uh, you know about being good people during Christmas time. I think. But, uh, you know, what was your guys' take on kind of the ending? I thought he, they were all in hell. So that's, that was another thing I was wondering about.
1: Because it, the camera zooms out and you learn that the house is in a snow globe. And it's on a shelf full of snow globes and Krampus's workshop. So my take was that uh, he threw the kid in hell and just took him prisoner with his whole family and set up a little snow globe shop.
0: Yeah, to me, it really doesn't make much sense because in that case, then the grandma is in his snow globe and she had a bell from when she was a kid. So it seems to me like if you're getting a Krampus bell, you're either in hell
2: or you're not, so... I just thought the globes were a surveillance system. Where he just he just oh. keeps track of the families through the globes that he looks at. And then the, the filter that they did, where everything was cool, was kind of the same thing in, like, Lord of the Rings, where they had the same... When everything was fine, it seemed dreamlike, and I was like, oh, fuck, this is, like, some weird purgatory. Is this right. real? Um, but I think they were also just trying to go for, like, maybe a Hallmark moment, where everything's happy and great. Um... And then the splash of reality is that Krampus is watching. Uh, but maybe they, maybe they left it open to interpretation on purpose. That's not how I want my horror movie to end. right. I think with
0: that we can go into the reviews. It's kind of, we're kind of now we're just saying what we feel.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. well, yeah, let's uh let's do it. I don't think we have anything. I think we've <laughs> I think we've tapped our riff mine with this episode. <laughs> so uh yeah, let's uh, let's get into it. Um oh, I think i'm I'm TNS off for the spiritometer. Um, again, the spiritometer this season uh, is going to be our measure of how holiday-y uh, these movies are. So, uh, Ryan, what was the name of the director that, that did this and uh, Trick or uh, Treat? Michael yeah. Dougherty. Michael Dougherty. Um, yeah, this dude knows holidays. Uh, I think this director did some research for this one, um, and I think he really knocked it out of the park. Uh, you know, the movie's called Krampus, which is an old school, um, go, going way back, Christmas creature. Uh, It takes place during Christmas time. I think it hits all of the Christmas beats we talked about. You know, family coming over, presents, a consumerism message, conflicts that happen during Christmas time, whether or not you believe in Santa or not, things like that. Um, I think it hits all of the holiday beats. The aesthetics are beautiful. Um, I loved all of the creepy snowmen, the decorations. Um, We didn't talk about the character of Omi, Who's kind of like the harbinger of uh, of Christmas, you know, of, of of the Christmas cheer. You know, it's like make sure you celebrate things properly, do these things, kind of in the same vein of trick or treat. Follow these rules, or this holiday-based monster is gonna show up and fuck people up. So honestly, I don't think you can. I don't think you can get more Christmas than this. I'm to, Aside from having Saint Nick come in with his huge toy sack and just smashing people with it, I, I think this is gonna be a ten for me. This is pretty wow. high up there. I'm I'm gonna agree on most
1: points. Um, I think uh, it's not so much christmasy as it is like some points. It's just folklorey, and now I that's not what my Christmases are like. So while I guess Halloween, I mean, in like trick or treat, it's not really what I'm doing either. I'm not like going to costume parties, but it's in some ways, like I don't know. I, I I'm gonna give a high score. I'll go with a nine. I think I just wasn't feeling it as much. Like it didn't come off as much of a Christmas movie as maybe I was expecting.
2: So what would kind of push it over the edge for you, you think? Or is it kind of just You guys atmosphere? are right with a Santa
1: with yeah. like presents being opened and Santa and all that kind of stuff.
2: Yeah. So a movie like Tim Allen's Santa Claus with a twist. Think would would push it maybe over the yeah edge.
1: Cramp it's Tim Allen's Krampus Tim Ooh. accidentally kills Krampus and now he has to be Krampus yo
0: that's actually <laughs> a great idea let's For just not cast Tim that... Allen
2: and I think I'd be on board I, w- I, w- I, I, I want to watch that fun. movie I fuck yeah I'm I'm on board we're we're getting a lot of we're getting a lot of heaters here shit um, okay so that's you got a, ten okay. and nine I,
1: I just I just blurted that off the top of my head and the only problem is we're gonna have a copyright issue with. Santa
2: Claus movies. Um, a guy who's... I don't think Disney's going to want to claim a story about a guy who has to spank people now because <laughs> the, the other other spanker died because he killed him.
1: Maybe not. We won't do like... accidentally fell off the roof. We'll do
0: like defended his home in honor. <laughs> okay, Jace. Hey, um, I... I uh, movie is incredibly on point for Alpine folklore for Christmas, for winter thematics, mm-hmm. um, for really holiday horror for what we, you know, what we set out to review. And I'm I'm very pleasantly happy with that. Um, all of the toys, mischievous elves, Krampus and his dark getup. Um, so just like, raw score has to be really high for me. And I obviously couldn't take Krampus in a fight. He can literally summon a hole into the you know into hell um i'm gonna give it an i'm gonna give it a nine i'm also gonna give it a nine it felt like it was right up there with trick-or-treat but there was just like a little bit lacking for me in in the in the resolution in that ending and how things played out with krampus that um i don't know why i can't give it that perfect 10
2: on the spirit armor
1: yeah i'm on the same page i don't know i don't have exact reasons either
2: all right, you got a little froth left on that uh, Christmas drink of eggnog. Yeah. Uh. Well. Okay. That's that's still pretty high, guys. You know, we got a pretty oh, yeah. high Christmas score for this. Uh. You know, for this this movie, it's an averaging of a nine point three, basically. Um. Well, for this uh, for my movie meter, as far as this movie goes, I was kind of like a lot of our movies, going back and forth about where I sat with this there were some obvious issues with pacing. Um, I think there was some weird writing decisions, like towards the end where people seem to be sacrificing themselves for kind of no reason. I was kind of scratching my head. I was like, why is that happening? Um, I think the this movie makes makes more sense if you don't think about it too hard. I think the logic is, is not quite there. Um, but maybe it's not that type of movie. Uh, overall, I had fun watching it. Um, I expected this to be more of a horror movie. I went in relatively mm-hmm. cold. Um, and was pleasantly surprised seeing Adam Scott uh, just kind of being his same sarcastic, smarmy self. Um, and had fun just seeing kind of the family dynamics. I was surprised by having this, uh, I forgot what the kid's name is. Um, but having him there, a- adding this kind of like, um, you know, it-, it was almost like Santa Claus. Like where you-, you see Christmas from his perspective um, and his idealization of the holiday, I think, was was a little more interesting way of doing it. So with that, I, I think I'm going to give this a six. Uh, not a perfect movie, but an enjoyable one. Um I think if it was closer to like to actual Christmas time, like if I was watching this on Christmas Day, I'd be like, yeah, this is probably a seven or an eight. Um, but I think overall solid movie uh for the holidays. But a six. Pretty good. Not the best.
1: Yeah, uh I'm gonna be a little bit more harsh. Just because I know that he can make like such I love Trick or Treat. It's one of my favorite movies ever. And uh I think that. There's just some intangible part of this. I don't know whether it was like in the production Ooh. side or what, but there's just something that prevents it from going there. I think maybe it needs to be more horror, right? Like Trick or Treat was rated R. Trick or Treat had sex scenes and had like you know actual stabbings and stuff on screen. Right. Uh, this one most off screen, and sometimes people randomly came back after getting eaten by a twenty-foot-long Jack in the Box caterpillar worm thing. <laughs> I don't know. So I, I think I'm gonna go with a four. Um, mostly just, I guess I was kind of let down. I, I wanted to be scary. I I think I'm kind of like, you need to be a you need to be somewhat slashery slash gory slash
2: scary to get high on my uh, horror ratings list. I think. All right, a four and yeah. a six. Where are we gonna fall, Jace? Um,
0: you know, I think. I like said a nine is a really high on the spiritometer, and I think I'm kind of delivering it in this way because I know that I'm giving this on the movie meter like a a three. I didn't really, I really didn't enjoy watching the movie. It was vapid. Mm-hmm. It just like it was gone as soon yeah. as I watched it. I tried pretty hard. I felt like, um, like the the best things about it were, uh, the the costuming and the monsters, and like, oh, yeah, it really felt. Christmassy but I'll be honest the mixture of the comedy and the horror didn't seem to hit and I think Ryan I think you brought it up I think maybe that had to do with the PG-13 rating Um, I think it they should have uh, either gone in probably in the direction of more horror for this for me to like it more Um, I wasn't totally I'm not the person really to rate acting uh, of the three of us and through this podcast, but I kinda of felt like it was I, I was feeling like it was phoned in from from some of the actors and I'm definitely gonna give this another shot this holiday season, I think, because I wanna try to re digest it. But Overall, unfortunately, the biggest flop. I was excited for this movie. I was ready Damn. to, I was thinking like, oh my God, based on these ratings and the things I'm reading online, I'm gonna give this like an eight or a nine. I love Trick or Treat. I was like, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> and we got halfway through the movie and I was just like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I'm for, a
2: super high spiritometer, super low movie movie meter for me, three. That's that doesn't surprise me, you know, especially because he said you, you were kind of dozing off towards the end. And, you, you know, it, it was if, if you're having those issues with the movie, you, you're doing something wrong. <laughs> you know, you shouldn't you not shouldn't want to be doing that. Yeah. No. Yeah. Not the yeah. viewer. Like the, the movie maker uh, should be keeping you entertained. It's a it's a fucking horror movie. Like, you know, it's, it's a holiday horror movie. That's a comedy like you shouldn't be bored. Uh, but with that, uh, that's our review for Krampus. Uh, let us know uh, if you've seen this movie, and let us know if you disagree, because I know there's there's a lot of big fans of this movie, too, who will probably <laughs> jump up and defend it. Uh, let us know what you think. Uh, but with that, you guys want to decide on our next holiday horror film. I have no idea. <laughs>
1: no idea Let's... either, because one of the things to take into consideration is that we're
0: going to have a Christmas and New Year's episode. Okay, there's a literal horror movie called President's Day. <laughs> it's like Thanksgiving. killings.
2: Uh, okay, never mind. I don't want to do Some that. It's not a B
1: movie, I don't think, but I think it's a B movie.
2: So we can do a Christmas on the 20th, a New Year's on the 27th, and then just a random one on the 3rd. So, we'll, we'll, so let's do a rando this week. Yeah, there's a
1: movie called Valentine. has terrible reviews. <laughs>
2: there's an April Fool's Day from 1986.
1: There's one from, uh, there's a remake, I think.
0: April Fool's okay. Day seems like the easiest movie to make a horror about, just far, as far as like people thinking they're going to fall into gotcha. pranks and then get
2: absolutely <laughs> brutally murdered. <laughs> there's a, uh, let's see here, a 1901 movie um, called Scrooge or Marley's Ghost That's a holiday horror. A 1901? Film. Yeah, 1901. Uh, short, silent drama film called Scrooge or Marley's Ghost. Okay, the I'm looking at lists of like on Wikipedia they have the holiday horrors, um, and they kind of trickle in because there's a couple every year since 1901, um, but then once we hit the 80s, holy crap, that shit ra- like just ramps up like crazy.
1: We might want to do like a leprechaun movie.
2: Oh wait, the um, dude, Wikipedia organizes them by holiday. Let me just look for the leprechaun symbol. Guys, Leprechaun Two is it, it does take place during St. Patty's Day. Place, dude, we should see Leprechaun 2 and not see Leprechaun 1. Well, I, I would be leprechaun fine with 3, that. He goes
1: back to the hood,
2: yeah, because Leprechaun 2, also known as One Wedding and Lots of Funerals,
1: <laughs> oh.
2: uh, it stars Warwick Davis as a psychopathic leprechaun hunting for a bride on his 1000th birthday on St. Patrick's Day. Oh man, guys, <laughs> are we watching Leprechaun 2? Dude, I want to
0: see this so bad. I like I like do that do like the idea of doing St Patrick's Day, even
2: if it's a shitsville, just to say we covered it did yeah
1: leprechaun one
2: leprechaun one is not even on here Leprechaun yeah, one is not St Patty's Day, watching leprechaun 2 is just fucking hilarious
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Would it ever be the first one we do without seeing the first one
2: I mean, we did airbud we skipped the four sequels right I don't want to push the issue if you guys feel something else are we leprechaun two leprechaun two leprechaun Leprechaun two two. (laughs) leprechaun two so
1: I I want to point out
2: okay yeah we can
1: that uh leprechaun three is just Mm -hmm. called leprechaun three okay leprechaun four is called leprechaun four in space oh my god leprechor leprechaun Leprechaun five is called leprechaun five in the hood and leprechaun six is called leprechaun six back to
2: the hood um cool. Well, I am I'm, I'm psyched and scared uh about seeing Leprechaun 2. I haven't seen I haven't seen any of the Leprechaun movies, but I think we're doing our due diligence guys by covering St. Patrick's Day. This is one of the few St. Patrick's Day movies that are out yeah. there. It's the only one in the Leprechaun universe that takes place during St. Paddy's Day, which is surprising. I might try to brush up just on Wikipedia or IMDb just to just to kind of get the lore. Um I have heard that this movie can be can be considered a standalone, in kind of the Leprechaun. Oh, that's
1: good. I, I was kind of uh, I was kind of curious, right? Because it's fairly famous that Jennifer Aniston got her start in the first Leprechaun movie. Excuse me, are you serious? Oh no, yeah, totally. She's the star of the first movie, so I'm wondering like why the first one does not take place on St. Patty's Day. Oh my gosh, you're totally right. What is uh, so many?
2: Yeah, it's too obvious, right? <laughs> wow, Jennifer Aniston, she is the she's the lead.
1: <laughs> yeah, of course she was on all the like the marketing material <laughs> made after it first came out.
2: Yeah, so the plot of the first one, just briefly, is just so you guys are already brushed up to. Um, uh, you know, Dan O'Grady returns to the U.S. after stealing some Irish leprechaun's pot of gold. Um, and he settles down with his newfound wealth. Um, but the leprechaun follows him. Um, and then attacks him and his his, uh, his his spoiled rich daughter, I guess, it, according to, you know, the IMDb thing. Um, and yeah, the leprechaun's released, and almost immediately the annoying creature starts to look for his gold, not displaying any respect for human life. It's a weird way of, of stating that. Uh, but yeah, that's that's kind of the vibe, guys, so just kind of keep that in your heads uh, when we're watching this, uh, this really good movie. So... Oh,
1: <laughs> I, I have no more emotions.
2: Yeah, I don't either. I think I'm kind of zapped. We hope we hope you guys will join us <laughs> next week, uh, for for Leprechaun 2. guys. Maybe brush up. Maybe use this opportunity to 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 brush up on Leprechaun series or don't, because I don't I don't know anything about this. <laughs> so we'll see how this goes. I'm hoping for not another Thanksgiving, <laughs> but uh, I'm afraid that may be what we're uh, what we're batting with. Uh, give us a give us a follow,
0: perhaps Please.
2: at GBGB Podcast on Twitter. Um at good boys gone bland on Instagram stay up to date with uh, all the hottest GBGB content there is to to view and digest. Um shoot us a subscribe or a review if you haven't already. Uh we super appreciate those who have. Encourage other people to maybe shoot us a subscribe and review as well, you know, put yourself out there a little bit. And by putting us out there, <laughs> please. Um you guys, you guys have uh, have someone who's really into into Christmas. You guys hear Mariah Carey, you know, bumping in the old car stereo. Maybe, uh, maybe pitch the podcast. Be like, hey, you heard of these three good boys who, who watch all holiday movies? G- give them a listen. By the way, I'm I'm so and so. Nice to meet you. <laughs> Get uh, out, you out of my car. <laughs>
1: Get- <laughs> um, tell your uh, tell whoever comes down your chimney about us.
2: Yeah, yeah, before you throw But he's, you know, they're gonna go somewhere else afterwards. Uh, we've been, last episode, we ended the episode on uh, giving a piece of uh, advice that the three of us uh, kind of created. Uh, you guys, you guys, let's, let's, I want to give it another crack. Okay. A- and see, and see where we land. Uh, Ryan, do you want to start this one off? Oh, yeah, uh, that, that, yes. Um, so just give us a hey, word. Can I do a compound word? Uh, oh, sh- by all means. Um, fish heads will
0: always rain on the
1: seventh hour in Transnisteria.
0: So you don't cry in Czechoslovakia. Exclamation point. (laughs)
1: That's like a it's like, look that. how good we got in Czechoslovakia. In Transnisteria, the fish heads rain down on every seventh hour.
2: Remember that, folks. Thanks for joining us.